stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Now, we were anticipating that, that by now, this week, we would have heard the details of what the Calgary Flames had put on the table and talks with the city about a new arena. Maybe we'll still get that today, looking more likely perhaps tomorrow or Thursday. We know, obviously, that things are at an impasse, uh, that there had been focus on a so-called Plan B, an option that would see a new arena built in Victoria Park and some kind of an entertainment district, in theory, going up around it. The Flames still seem, I think, disappointed and upset that their idea for Calgary Next didn't really go anywhere. And, I mean, it does raise an interesting question, though. Where, where does this stadium fit into all of this? Let's say, hypothetically, uh, that the Saddle Dome was, was great, that there was no need to leave the Saddle Dome, the Flames were happy with the Saddle Dome, and that there was no arena debate. Where would that lead the stadium question? McMahon Stadium is obviously an old stadium. Is it time to build a new one? Is it time to build a new stadium at the university in conjunction with the university? Is it time to, to end that partnership for the Stampeders to, to go on their own? To have a separate stadium somewhere else? Let the university figure out what it wants to do? It's not clear. I mean, Calgary Next would have at least addressed that part of it. That the Stampeders would have moved on, played in a stadium right next to a new arena. So it seems as though the, the stadium has kind of fallen off the radar for now as we focus on a potential new arena in, in Victoria Park. Now, in other CFL cities, uh, there have been steps taken to address the arena situation, or the stadium situation, rather, most notably in Regina, where a new stadium has been built for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Uh, and our next guest wrote an interesting uh, blog post this week at globalnews.ca, kind of contrasting uh, what they got done in Regina and where things are at here in Calgary. He's the Hall of Famer, the voice of the Calgary Stampeders for more than two decades. Mark Stephen joins us this afternoon. Mark, how you doing? Looking forward to heading to that bright new palace on the prairies in Regina there. That's right. That's this Sunday, right? Uh, this Sunday, yep, that's for sure. Okay, so is this the first season then they've, they've been in this stadium? Yes, it opened up in June. They actually had a couple of test events, uh, college football games, last fall about a year ago, just to work out any potential bugs. But now it's the full-time permanent home of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and it looks amazing for sure. Well, that's what I've heard. So give us a bit of the background. How long did it take to, to make this happen? How much did it cost to make this happen? Well, the cost I can give you was $277 million. That was raised through a kind of a partnership with the city, the team, and the province. Sounds familiar. Uh, you know, it's been, I guess, been talked about for a while, but it really got going about seven or eight years ago once the, the city of Regina did an audit on the stadium and just said, uh, fixing this would be a waste of everybody's time and money. We got to consider a brand new stadium. So that six or seven years to get it to uh, completion. And, uh, you know, just a case where I don't think, uh, refer Furbishing it, revamping was really an option because while McMahon Stadium has its problems and its challenges, no question about that, it is uh, an absolute jewel compared to what Mosaic Stadium was at the end. The old Mosaic Stadium, anyway, it was uh, about to fall down. <laughs> well, yeah. So what, what stands out to you about this new stadium? Well, a variety of things. Uh, first of all, that it is so new, so shiny, and apparently I've only I've been in parts of it. Uh, just an amazing, uh, you know, situation where they had all the latest technology and all of the latest fan conveniences all put into it. So that's number one. Number two is the fact that it got done, uh, you know, in a city, and I mean. 
Regina is a small city. Saskatchewan's smaller than Calgary. They were able to find a way to get this done. I understand there's a lot of dynamics that are different, such as there's no NHL team to compete for dollars and, uh, you know, different attention spans that politicians may have. So those are some of the issues that are noticeably different, just that there was the political will in Saskatchewan as well to get it done, and uh, they got it done. So those are some of the, the big issues there. Yeah, I mean, obviously in Saskatchewan, and the, the, the riders are it, right? That's really the only pro sports franchise that the province loves this this team and what's interesting too is that it's it's a community owned franchise do you think that has an impact on the debate Oh, I do totally. I think, you know, the fact that uh, everybody has the same as the Saskatchewan Rough Riders because it's privately owned. It's different with the Calgary Sports and Entertainment Corporation. It's a private corporation. So, uh, you know, certain circumstances are different for a private corporation versus a publicly owned entity. And same thing applies to the Edmonton Eskimos. They're a community-owned venture as well. But to the Stampeders, I do think it plays a role that the Stampeders are privately owned. And there's a feeling that maybe the private owners should be doing some things as well. And they have, but maybe do doing a little bit more. So I think it clearly uh, clouds the conversation there. Right. Do, do we have an understanding of, of how it impacts, though, the riders' bottom line? Because the CFL team, you, you need a place to play. You need to put bums in the seats. Uh, if it's a new a, a new stadium, I guess all the better. But th- does this affect their, their viability, their profitability in any way? Oh, it does for sure. They're, uh, you know, the CFL is kind of an odd league in the sense the smallest market is by far the most vibrant, and the biggest market, Toronto, is the one uh, struggling franchise. So it has affected their bottom line. The place is full. The ticket prices are higher because there is a ticket tax on it. So, you know, some of that will go to the province, but they're raking in a lot of money, uh, not only uh, through ticket and season ticket sales, but also through uh, merchandise sales at the stadium and around the stadium. So the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are an extremely healthy franchise and the stadium is just adding more to it because it's got more capacity than the other stadium they had before and they fill virtually every seat virtually every game interesting so what's your understanding then of if if calgary next isn't going to happen uh and we're going to focus on an arena for now in calgary what's your sense then or your understanding of what happens with mcmahon where this this all goes from here in calgary Oh, boy, yeah. Well, you're right. First of all, uh, all the back and forth uh, last week, uh, McMahon Stadium barely got a mention, so it's fallen, as you said earlier in your remarks, right off the radar screen. Well, I think the best they could hope for in the short term is some sort of financing to uh, do some of the upgrades, uh, you know, some of the infrastructure needs, upgrading, uh, maybe upgrade the West Stands, which are the pinch point for customers when they go down to get a drink or go down to go to the washroom during a game. It's an eternal journey to go down and come back and you miss extended periods of the game. Uh, you know, the one partner in all of this, and you kind of touched on it, we don't hear much from the University of Calgary. It's kind of on their land. I mean, mm-hmm. In in theory, and I say this is theory only, and I've heard nothing. They could turn and you know sell that land and uh, uh, solve their budget woes forever because that's uh, such prime land. But you know they've got a stake in this too, clearly for their exact needs for the university football team. They don't need a stadium that size. So uh, you know there's a lot of factors at play here. But for now, it's just going to stand there, and hopefully somebody sees fit to throw some dollars at it because while it is primarily and best known as the home of the Stampeders, there are other events, amateur events that go on there and maybe there's some refurbishing that could be done but i I think it's been orphaned to tell you the truth well it does kind of seem like that but it's an interesting question i mean if we're replacing mcmahon stadium are we replacing with one stadium or two right do do we build something somewhere else that the stampeders 
would play at, maybe we'd see more concerts and, and that sort of thing at a stadium. And then the university goes on its own uh, and builds something smaller. Or is the university interested in continuing that partnership, building a 30 or 40,000 seat stadium that the Stamps would use, the Dinos would use, that amateur sport would use? I mean, that, that seems like a key question here. Well, in a perfect world, and I'm sure there's plans that exist somewhere, the university would have about a 7,000-seat on-campus stadium. Because even though they have big crowds, it just gets so swallowed up in McMahon Stadium, which wasn't designed for them. So, you know, there's a lot of factors at play here, but uh, McMahon Stadium just stands there and kind of begging for some attention from politicians, from whatever, to uh, get it upgraded. Because, as you say, it's uh, 1960 was the time it opened, and every stadium has been upgraded and renovated, even Montreal, which is an older facility has had some upgrades done more than McMahon stadiums had done so it's a it's kind of just sitting there so uh, we'll see where it goes but it's been kind of the forgotten part of this whole big equation it was a uh, prominent in calgary next but now it's uh, just fallen off into a conversation about uh, a home for the flames and only the flames despite the fact that csec the calgary sports and entertainment corporation owns four teams in the city that's right now i mean the other problem we'd run into i guess i mean it, it... If McMahon Stadium can be upgraded, maybe it can, but it's not as though there's somewhere else for the Stampeders to play if we're doing a major overhaul so that the challenge of trying to get it done in the offseason or renovate while the team's still playing there, that, that seems problematic. How might that all work? Well, that's a big problem. You hit it right there because depending on the magnitude of the upgrades, I mean, you might have to do it over two off-seasons because there's nowhere else for them to go. The only thing that's uh, close to a precedent for this, uh, there's a couple in recent times. Hamilton, when their new stadium was built, uh, they went up to Guelph University and retrofitted it. It was just, you know, it's about 30 miles north. And when renovations were being done at BC Place, they did a retrofit of the old Empire Stadium in Vancouver. So there was some experience with doing that, but I don't see somewhere just waiting for a temporary football stadium in Calgary. Frankly, if there was a spot, there might already be a stadium there. There is the wonderful Shouldice Complex in the Northwest, but it's, it couldn't handle uh, pro-size crowds and pro-size expectations. So, uh, good question. It would have to be a long-delayed process over a, a couple of off-seasons. We know how hairy planning in an off-season in a winter can be. Some are very nice, but some are brutal. Yeah, no kidding. Well, a lot of questions. Uh, Mark, people can read your blog post up at uh, Newstalk770.com and all of this. Appreciate making some time for us here today. Thanks. Yeah, great. Just a comparison of the two cities, and it is frustrating that a smaller city is uh, way ahead of us in that regard, but uh, we'll get a good look at it this weekend. Absolutely. Thanks again, Mark. Uh, Mark Stephen, the voice of the Calgary Stampeders, and as he mentions, the Stamps are in Regina uh, to take on the Riders in that shiny new stadium Sunday afternoon. Uh, the pregame at 12.30, kickoff at 2 o'clock. Uh, so it is an interesting contrast. Now, at the same time, you had not just the city of Regina, but the province of Saskatchewan say that, you know what, we're all going to partner on this. Got to get a new stadium built. And I think people look at the CFL uh, as, as just a totally different ballgame than, than the NHL. Sure, in Calgary, it's the same owners, but, uh, you know, nobody's getting rich off uh, the CFL. Not the owners, not the players. So how does that change the dynamic around the stadium question? So Calgary Next was probably a non-starter for a number of reasons. Maybe a similar concept might have worked somewhere else in the city. But in the meantime, it looks as though we've abandoned the idea of a giant arena stadium hybrid. And the focus right now is on building an arena in Victoria Park. So where does that leave the stadium question? Now, the university wants that stadium still to be on university grounds, to have a a shared arrangement with the Stampeders, well, presumably that would mean the university 
by extension the province, coming to the table with some dollars. Uh, maybe the university doesn't want that. Uh, that land where McMahon Stadium is, as Mark says, uh, would have considerable value. Does the university really need a thirty or 40,000-seat stadium on its property? You're not getting that many people to watch college football. This isn't Texas, right? I think in Edmonton, uh, University of Alberta, it's uh, Foot Field, I believe, is where the, uh, where the university team plays. Uh, three or 4,000, I think. You could get max for, for a university football game at uh, the University of Alberta, probably comparable here. Maybe that's all they need. Uh, I suppose it would be helpful if the university was a little more forthcoming on what they'd like to see or what they, they envisioned for the future. I don't think anybody expects the McMahon Stadium is going to last forever, but it's not as though it's falling apart. I mean, it could be upgraded. You know, it's interesting. I mean, Edmonton's uh, Commonwealth Stadium, yeah, a couple decades younger than uh, the McMahon Stadium, but it's getting up there in years. But there's never been any talk about, you know, abandoning Commonwealth Stadium. Commonwealth Stadium's not in the nicest part of town, mind you. There's not a lot of exciting development going up around Commonwealth Stadium. But it's good enough. And so you see a lot of interesting questions being asked in different CFL markets. What makes sense? What do we need? I mean, you got the Toronto Argonauts. We're now a secondary tenant at a soccer stadium. Uh, you've got this uh, beautiful new football stadium uh, in Regina. You other cities where they've, they've upgraded other cities where they've made do. But Mark Stevens right. I mean, it's kind of a forgotten question in this whole debate. What becomes of McMahon Stadium? And do people look at the question of building a new stadium differently than the question of building a new arena? The CFL is not quite the economy of the NHL. A stadium is not going to generate as much revenue as an arena. Fewer football games, just fewer big events in general. 403-974-8255 is our number. 974-TALK. We are back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.